Hi, Money Makers. Sebi and Josh here. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into this episode, please share and help our ministry. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends, your family. Hey, if you have enemies, <laughs> share with them as well and everyone in between. Now enjoy the episode. So the market has gone crazy in this first couple of weeks of the year. The rally has been so outstanding that many people have been confounded that, wait a minute, is the bear market over? Are we going back to all-time highs? But there are so many things we have to take into consideration. So what do you think about the rally we've had since the beginning? Um, I think it's well-deserved given the fact that we have been falling. Given all the layoffs that has happened, it is clear that investors are happy with that news because how they're translating it is, one, companies are saving costs, they're cutting costs. And two, if unemployment numbers go up, then Powell will less likely increase interest rates. And that's good for a lot of these growth stocks. And some of them actually did beat earnings. So that's good. So overall, investors are happy. Everyone, quote unquote, is happy. Now, I believe the real question is, how long will this last? Will this be short-lived, right? Are we going to have another inconsistent pattern of, you know, two weeks on, one week off, two weeks off? Like, how is this pattern? Or is this a clear sign of a big rally? I personally am still taking the wait and see approach because that's what we thought about towards the end of last year. We see like huge runs, then all of a sudden a lot of pullback, then all of a sudden huge runs, then all of a sudden a lot of pullback. So what I'm expecting is I want to see continuous strengths, not just like bleaks and down. I want to see continuous strengths in the upward market and also see uh, what industries are still leading. Is money flowing back into the tech industry? And if money is flowing back into the tech industry, then money is flowing out of somewhere. So those are some things that I'm looking out for. Definitely. Those are some good points. You know, when we were talking, something came to my mind. Isn't it interesting how whenever the economy is not doing as hot, the mm-hmm. stock market actually likes it? Because typically, <laughs> when the economy does not do well, it's a sign that hmm, they're going to pause or they're going to cut rates yeah. very soon. Like in the middle of last year, when the job numbers were hot, when the economy was growing, the market did not like it because they believe that this is an incentive for the Federal Reserve to keep rates higher and keep raising rates. Mm -hmm. However, when the economy data is a bit weaker to them, it's a signal that, okay, you know, maybe we're coming to the end of this rate hiking cycle and they will start cutting rates very, very soon. In addition to what you said, this is definitely a way to see type of market because even Powell said it himself, he doesn't know what's going to happen. He's sure. going to be data dependent. I know last week they released the GDP numbers and they were slightly stronger. And typically you would think that, oh, the market would take that to be a very sign and it will crash, but the market actually liked it. And I think this goes back to your point where many companies have started to lay people off. And also there's a small percentage of the market they are starting to think, hey, wait a minute, what if inflation goes down Mm-hmm. But the economy does not totally roll over. Is that yeah. possible? It is. You know? Yes. Even though that has a smaller possibility, it can happen. Mm-hmm. And that is the ultimate Goldilocks scenario. Low inflation and great economic growth. Like the market will literally just keep going to the moon if that happens. However, because of how aggressive the Federal Reserve has been, many market participants believe that, oh, you know, we're just postponing the pain. Eventually, Maybe at the end of this quarter or in the beginning of Q2, we're going to see the true damage that raising rates has caused the economy. 
Definitely. For now, we're still waiting. We haven't seen anything. I know I saw something a few days ago when the auto market and people were saying that the used car market looks like it's rolling over, that the prices are going down. I know we got that news from Ford today that they're reducing the price of their new uh, Mustang electric vehicle. Tesla as well has done that. So what do you think about the used market? And could it be a predictor of what's going to happen in the economy? I personally think that a correction was supposed to happen there. So that is not making me worried. I think in like 2020 and earlier in 2021, for the first time ever, used cars were almost appreciating in value. And that's yeah. like never happened before. That was ridiculous that your used car, it you bought it for $5,000 and now it's worth 505 or it's retaining its value or the value it lost is like negligible. So it has been expecting that they're going to lose a lot of that value and that's going to slow down given the fact that interest rates is also ridiculously high. So not a lot of people are interested in buying any vehicles now in this kind of rate and at these prices. So they will definitely have to cut prices. So like I said, I'm not really worried about that. I actually am hoping that it goes a lot lower because if it goes a lot lower, then our inflation numbers will be a lot lower because that was also a contributor to inflation. The area that will actually have me more worried is the housing market because I know people are saying like houses are going low, houses are going down, the prices are down, but not that much really compared to like when we see the stock market, some stocks lost 80% of their value. Yeah, some houses are losing 5-10% of their value, but given how they ran up in some states, eh, it's not really that juicy. I'm seeing maybe a pullback. It's not even a correction yet. It's like a pullback. So that's where I would I'll actually take my focus. Another focus I would take to see if like anything outside of the used cars if there's any big major cause for concern is that when people are seeing this tech layoff, it's really, really scary, but people need to realize that in as much as this is sad and this is not great, but the tech market in terms of employment, it's only but a fragment. It's not a lot. Where I would start being extremely concerned as well is in the retail space. So you're thinking like any those service industries and things like that, because I'm still seeing Chipotle and a lot of like food, fast food chains hiring people. So I still think that if those numbers are down a lot, that's when we should be concerned about things like used cars and also uh, houses and other areas in, in the market when those numbers are down, because those are the vast majority of employment. That makes sense. Speaking of housing, I remember something that Mike Burry said. Yeah. He believes that there's going to be a second wave of inflation. That right now inflation is going to go down, but the Federal Reserve might become too relaxed. And when they start cutting rates again, it's going to lead to this spike in inflation again. I'll be surprised if that happens, but we can hope for the best. Today, one of my friends asked me that, what are some of the signs of an actual bull market? And that actually made me think. And going back to 2020, 2021, one of the things I noticed about a bull market is leadership changes. So let's say FANG. So Meta, Amazon, Apple, Netflix are leading right now. Eventually, those stocks will get tired. you know. And when they start going down, another sector is going to come from nowhere and pick up the baton and start running. Maybe pharmaceuticals. you know. And when pharmaceuticals get tired, guess what? Semiconductors are going to come and start rallying. So they take turns. That those are one of the things I noticed 
about real bull markets. And also, you will see that price is going to stay above the 50-day moving average for the most part. So just in case anyone is thinking that, how do I separate a real rally from like a dead cap bounce or a fake one? Any rally that is below the 50-day moving average, you shouldn't trust it, honestly. Right now, we're above the 50-day moving average, but if we ever go below it, it's something to look out for. I think mine is a lot less technical than that. Uh, I agree with all of the, I agree with the 50-day moving average for sure. I agree with that, those technicalities. But one of the things that I am also really observant of is like human behavior. And one of the things that I would say makes me know that we're in a bullish market where people are not thinking and everyone's just like being like greedy is when a lot of people were chatting about the stock market. If you check in 2020, when we had that huge bull market, you would check your Google analytics and you see people are researching what stocks to buy, all of that information. Exactly. But when you saw a bear market in 2022, that search went down, Robinhood recorded retail investors were down and things like that. So whenever your traditional investors, you know, your big banks, your hedge funds, all that kind of stuff, all those people are the ones investing the most. Well, technically they're always investing the most, but when you see like, it's just really them in the market. Yeah. You know, it's probably a bear market or business as usual, but whenever it is, you see retail investors extremely excited about the market, super into the market. We're probably in a bear market because everyone's a genius when everyone's making money. So if that's the case right now, what kind of market do you think we are in? That's why I said, like, again, I think with markets or cycles, it's never linear. It doesn't just happen at one go. People have been burnt in 2022. So it would take a whole (laughs) more than two weeks because two weeks is not even enough to recover some of the losses people have experienced in 2022. So it would take a lot of a whole lot more than two weeks to make people excited about the market again. I am envisioning that potentially maybe in the next two months or at least after this quarter is when we're going to see, okay, are we, is our bulls back or our bears back? Or is it going to be a tug of war where the market is just flat? That's when I'm thinking like, maybe let's see after the first quarter, just because you can't just like put blanket statements and again, using those moving averages to determine, okay, how long has it stayed there? Is this like, oh, the rally was above the 50-day moving average today and below and then above and below. We want more consistent movements here. That's when I would determine it. Definitely. That makes sense. And I think by the end of the quarter, there'll be more clarity as to yeah. where inflation is, where rates are going to be. Well, folks, that's all we have for today. That Thank you for joining us. <laughs> We'll see you next time.